let's practice using some properties of logarithms. So all of these are going to be writing write as a sum or difference or both using logarithms and then verify with your calculator. So the first one is the natural log of 350 times 411. Now notice this, these are not nice powers of e, so we're not going to be able to do them uh, do this easily in our head. So what we're going to do is we're going to rewrite it and then we can use our calculator to see what we've got and compare the two answers. So what's the property of the natural log of one thing times another? Take a minute to pause and write this down yourself. When you get an answer then take your calculator and use the natural log key in the parentheses and get an answer using the, the rewritten form that you um, found using the property, and then also using the calculator from the very beginning and see if you get the same answer. All right, so using the properties, I'm going to write this as the natural log of the first thing. Since this is a product, I have plus the natural log of the second thing. So this is the most I can do in simplifying without a calculator. Now, if I want to get out my calculator, then I can take the log of 350 plus the log of 411, get an approximation, green diamond enter, and then also take the natural log of parentheses, 350 times 411, close the parentheses, green diamond enter, and see if I get the same thing. So I'm giving you the instructions because I'd like you to do it first, and then when you come back, we'll do it together. So using my calculator, for log 350, I got approximately 5.858 to three decimal places anyway. Plus natural log 411, I have 6.019 if I go to three decimal places. And that sum, if I use my calculator, actually the sum's going to be a little different, but um, it's easier. So I'll just do that and I've got my plus in between. The answer is 11, could have done this in my head faster, 11.877 approximately. Now if we go to the original problem and take the log of 350 times 411, that I got approximately 11.877. So even with numbers that don't work out as easily as those last bunch of examples we did to verify the properties, we see that the property still works. The log of a product equals the sum of the two individual logs. So let's move on to the next example, the natural log of 501 divided by 200. Not something easily simplified first, and then certainly not something easily evaluated with the natural log. So I need to use either my calculator from the beginning or properties and then my calculator if I want to verify. Now remember we're going to use the properties with um, the algebra of logarithms and the calculus of logarithms. We're also um, going to use the properties to evaluate some logs that our calculators can't actually handle. So uh, at least not in this form. So let's use the property of logs. Log of one thing over another. Pause, write down another form of this using the properties that we've learned so far then verify with your calculator both the rewritten form and the original form make sure you get the same thing and be sure to do this on your own coming back the natural log of 501 minus the natural log 
of 200. And if I want to evaluate those any further, I have to use my calculator. So if I get an approximation, this one I'm going to have to type in here, 501. Except I have to get on my entry line. This, I'm sure this has happened to you. You're pressing buttons and nothing's happening because you're not on the entry line. Natural log 501 minus natural log of 200. Close the parentheses. If I hit enter, you'll notice it gives me this. So it does the simplifying backwards for me. But I don't want that. I want green diamond enter. And I get approximately 0.918. I'm just going to double check that. 0.918 to three decimal places anyway. It goes on forever. And then the, the top one also, you'll see you get the same thing. 0.918 approximately. So the property is working for even log base E and numbers that we can't evaluate easily on our own, in our heads. This next example is kind of a combo problem. We have the log of 300 times 201 over 18. So we've got a product on top and a number in the denominator. So when you work on these, you want to kind of think about the the, uh, order of operations. When you look at this from a step back, you'll see the first thing you've got is one thing over another. So you might want to break it up as log, this time it's log base 10, of the numerator. And you could multiply these two guys out, but then that's more work for us, right? We want to use logs to help us do less work. So I'm just going to leave that, 300 times 201. Minus, because it's in the denominator, the 18's in the denominator, so I have minus log 18. So I have this expression so far. Now, is there anything else I could do? I could use my calculator, but I could have used my calculator at the beginning, right? The idea is to simplify without one or to make our lives easier with algebra. It's actually a lot easier in calculus. This is a times, by the way. It looks like a plus. I'm going to use an asterisk. It's a lot easier in calculus to deal with sums of logs than it is to deal with a difference, a log of a, dif- a log of a different, uh, sorry, a log of a quotient. That didn't make any sense. It's easier to deal with sums and differences of logs than it is to deal with a log of a quotient or a product. And if you think about differentiation, remember that we do have a formula for the derivative of the log of u. It's 1 over u times du dx, right? If I take 1 over u, that's not so bad. That's just actually the reciprocal of this fraction. But then when I multiply by du dx, I'm going to have to use the quotient rule and the product rule, provided some of these are are variables, right? If it's just a constant, then the answer is the derivative is 0. But if, if instead of 201, suppose I had an x here, instead of 18, maybe I had 18x. And then it can get a lot more difficult to deal with differentiating when it's in this form. However, if we have a sum of things, then we just differentiate term by term, and it's much easier. You'll see what I mean when it comes up. So don't worry too much about that yet. I just want you to to be familiar with the properties so that when we use them in future examples, you won't have to think about them so much. So the log of a product is the log of 300 plus log 201. I still have minus log 18 because 18 was in the denominator. This is the farthest I can go simplifying or rewriting. And then if you have a calculator, you can evaluate each of these separately. 
and you can compare to the log of this fraction up here. So take your calculator and, and get a number for these, and then when you come back, I'll give you one as well. As a reminder, the log, base 10, is in catalog, right? It's not on the front of your, of your uh, menu. It's in catalog under the L's, near the end of the L's. So you have to go to catalog, log, then you'll see it. Hit enter, it'll come in, plus each time you need it, it'll be there as soon as you hit catalog until you go somewhere else in the catalog. And then when you're finished, you should get 3.525 approximately. So see if you get 3.525 on your own. All right, the next example has a product in the numerator and a product in the denominator. And I'd like to encourage you to pause and simplify this on your own. Remember, the instructions were to write this as a sum or difference or both of logarithms. So use the two properties we've learned so far to rewrite this. And if you want to verify in your calculator afterward, that's great. Using the properties of logs, I'm going to take, first of all, I'm going to deal with the fact that I have a quotient. So I have the log of something over something else. So I'm going to rewrite the numerator. And then I'm going to have my, sorry, log of the numerator minus log of the denominator. Now I see that I have the log of A times B in this first part. And again, if these were x's, any of these have variables, it's even more useful to use this property. Natural log of 253 plus, because of the product, natural log of 56. And I don't really need the parentheses on this 253, so I'll take it out. Then I have minus. Now, if I want to rewrite the natural log of 31 times 201, I want to use the property that log AB equals log A plus log B. But I don't want to miss the fact that in front of that natural log, I have a minus. So I'm going to be really careful. I'm going to put the minus in, then I'm going to put parentheses in. Now I'll rewrite log of 31 times 201. So I'm going to have natural log 31 plus, remember the product rule, or sorry, the multiplication property, log of 31 plus log 201. The product rule is that thing from derivatives, right? Okay, so I have this. The only thing left to do is to get rid of those parentheses by distributing the negative in. So I have natural log 253 plus natural log 56 minus natural log 31 minus natural log 201. So I distributed the minus in. I've got it in two places. Now some people can do go from the step right here down to the last step. But you really want to be careful. And the longer these things get, the better off you are putting in parentheses first and then distributing. So this is the final answer you would be expected to write when writing that expression as a sum or difference of logarithms. And um, if you wanted to verify with your calculator, go right ahead. You compare this final answer to the original and you'll see that you get the same answer. I'm not going to bother with the numbers on this one. Um, in general, and I'm sorry, I kind of rubbed this off. Generally, if you have positive a, b, and c, you can actually look at the log base any base b, 
of ABC. So the log of ABC, actually, it works for more than two factors. You can have three or more factors. What do you think this should be? The log of A times B times C. It's the log of A plus the log base B of B. And then we have plus the log base B of C. So you can generalize for more than two factors also if you're taking the log of a product, just the sum of the individual logs. I'd like to end this part with a very important warning, and that's that we do not have simplification rules for four things that a lot of students feel that they should be able to write a different way. So be be warned that we don't have simplification rules for the log base B of a sum of two things. So if you have log of A plus B, that's not equal to log A plus log B, okay? So it's only log of A times B, because logs are exponents, so when you multiply, you can add the exponents. But we don't have anything for, say, 2 to the third plus 2 to the fourth, right? We don't have a way to rewrite 2 to the third plus 2 to the fourth. We'd have to just do 8 plus 16 the long way. So for that reason, we don't have something for the log of the sum, okay? Next, the log of a difference. Also, what's 2 to the fourth minus 2 cubed? It's not 2, is it? It's 16 minus 8, which is actually 8, okay? So we don't have a way to simplify the log of a difference. We just leave it alone if it's in that form. Next, log base B of A times log base B of B. There are going to be times when you when your final answer is going to look like this, or like the bottom one, which is log A over log B. This one's even more common, I think, in your future. I see it in your future, log A over log B, and I see you wondering, do you have to do any more with this? And the answer is no, actually, unless you have a calculator to actually find these logs and divide, Usually, you're going to leave your answer in this form. You'll see that very soon. Same with the, lo- with the product of two logs. If you have the log written twice in between a product, we don't rewrite it. It's not the same as having the log written once and then having it of the product. This log base B of AB equals log A plus log B. But log A times another log B cannot be rewritten. So we don't want to confuse it with the multiplication property of logs. And we don't want to confuse log A over log B with the division property of logs. Notice the log is written twice in both of these. That's a good clue that we can't rewrite it. In our two properties, the log was was written once. And that's a good thing to keep in mind as well. The only thing is it doesn't help us so much with the log of A plus B and the log of A minus B because here the log is just written once. But just remember the sum and difference of A and B. If you have a log outside, there's nothing more we can do with it. All right, so that's using some of the properties. We have one more property, because believe it or not, we still don't have enough information to be able to solve this problem, 20,000 equals 10,000 e to the 0.04t. It's kind of become a vendetta for me. At some point, we have to figure out how many years it'll take to double our investment of $10,000 if we get 4,000, sorry, 4% annual interest compounded continuously. Believe it or not, I still don't have enough properties to be able to solve for this yet. 
but the very next property is going to finally give me what I need to be able to solve problems like this and then some.